0: welcome in to the sound the horde podcast we are here with the horn brothers riley danny and ben we're excited to jump in today this is our inaugural episode the first one ever and basically all this podcast is we're three brothers we enjoy sports we're gonna to get together and we just want to talk about it and be able to share our opinions with all of you we don't we're not insiders, we're not journalists, we don't have any real reason why you should listen to us other than we think you should, right? Like like Ben, why why are you doing this? Why are you doing this podcast? Well,
1: because I think that you know, we don't get to get together and talk about sports as much as we should. And when we do, it's fun and we argue and we probably sound like morons. And I think that people will enjoy that. You know, I know other people that have listened to us either enjoy us or hate us so you know hey you may love us you may hate us that's okay download that's all we
2: ask sometimes part of the hating us is the enjoyment you know like they enjoy hating us so yeah, that's, yeah you, you know. can
0: hate listen we're okay with that as long as you listen yes, absolutely to us. Like, yeah yeah that, that's we don't care. i'm not a big yeah. fan
1: of colin cowherd but i still listen quite often so you oh, know, man. That's what yeah.
0: it is. all right yeah haters gotta hate so you know like what is it that like why you like what credentials do you have that we should listen to sports i know ben you you're like uncle rico right like you're, you're that great high school well, athlete so that as, of the day.
1: as the oldest brother i did it first right so i'm the oldest that means i'm the best and so um i may not have gotten the the cool equipment that riley got when he was you know younger and mom and dad had a little bit more money you know i had to to go back in the old school days when we played with wood bats and you know we didn't we had bags for bases you know but really basically I played I rode the bags bags for bases back in
0: the 80s like early 90s yeah yeah okay I
1: lied we didn't have that I may exaggerate but I played football in high school all all conference as a lineman uh I played baseball as all conference in baseball I didn't play much basketball well I played a lot of basketball when I was younger I went to Nationals. I mean, you, you were on was, a lot of
0: basketball teams. Who has so, been yeah, to
1: Nationals? Yeah. Who has been to Nationals? I'm just saying, I went to AAU Nationals and played against Carmelo. So it is what it is.
0: Yeah. But yeah, and, and Riley over here, he thinks that he's, he, he's the athlete of the family, you know. Like. Well,
2: that, and that's because I am. I mean, so four sport athlete in high school, just saying. Um, football, all conference, basketball. Wasn't all conference, but I was a basketball player, um, baseball all state, and I went to state track my senior year as well. So did two sports at the same time. I don't know if any of you can can say that. But um, all right, now that
0: the bragging session's over, let's get in and talk a little bit about what's. Oh, sorry, Riley, did you? Were you finished? And, I'll let you. Go. And
2: my college athletics experience. Okay, I was a college baseball player, Division One. So um, just you know, a couple of things that you guys can't
0: you say. Are you done yet? All right. So let's get in. Um, You know, yeah, really, like I was saying though, we, we, there's, there's, we don't, we're not insiders. We don't have anything that, you know, groundbreaking information that we're bringing to you other than we just want to share our opinions. Hopefully you have some fun as we dig into some of this and a couple of ground rules for the podcast. This is just for fans by the fans. We're not going to have any of that insider information. We don't, we don't watch game tape. We're not watching game film. None of that. This is just our opinion, which means we're going to get it wrong. Right. Cause like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like we saw Russell Wilson got traded today to the Broncos. I didn't see that happening. So, you know, like we're, we just want to see this is what we think in an ideal world, but we would hope would happen. We'll kind of, we'll figure it out from there. And the other thing there. Our fan goggles are always on. We are not going to be neutral. We're not going to be unbiased. We're gonna we're gonna come in. We're gonna say what we want. Ben thinks the Red Sox are gonna win it all. That's not gonna happen. But all the time, every year. Yeah, every year. Yeah,
1: every year. You know, every year. So
0: we're gonna kind of come in. We're gonna share some of that. You know, I'm a big Dodger fan. And O'Reilly's a Dodger fan. Um, you know, I lived in Texas. I'm a Rangers fan. Uh, BYU is like a big BYU sense, fan forever. Okay. Yeah, you know, te- you know, the Rangers are in Texas. Do- know, Dodgers
2: and Rangers. I mean,
0: whatever. Well, uh, they're yeah, division different leagues, whatever. So, you know, I know, I know, Riley, you're into you know, Dodgers baseball. Ben, yeah, you, you share what some of the
1: teams you follow. Yeah, well, it's Red Sox. It's Boise State football. You know. Uh, that's basically the two that I revolve my sports year round. You know, I got Boise State basketball if they're good and watching, but I'm not that close. But Patriots, you know, Tom Brady, greatest living American still, you know, I mean, go Sox, you know, American or just athlete? Just greatest living American. Let's go. Okay, with got the got greatest it. living American. Got it. <laughs> All right. Well,
0: we'd love to hear your opinions as well. So um, feel free to follow us on Facebook. We are at Sound the Horn Pod on Facebook. You can also send us emails, Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can subscribe to our channel, iHeartRadio, Spotify. Uh, we're trying to get into some more places. So as we update that, we'll let you all know. Um, but just to kind of get us started and kicking us off today, we're going to talk a little bit about the MLB lockout. I know that's one that all of us, all three of us are really interested in seeing the major league baseball season get started. And so I want to hear kind of, what are some of your thoughts? Like what is happening in the lockout? Who do you pin this on? Who's to blame? And how soon do the players need to get going before, you know, we really cause some major damage to the game. Okay.
1: Well, can you pick one topic and we'll go with that first?
0: Yeah. Go with like, who's to blame? What do you, okay. what do you think? Who, you, who are you blaming? Who are you pinning this on?
1: Well, I'm blaming it on a little bit of both sides, but mostly the owners, you know, I mean, I, I'm going to come back to a thought that I've had that I can pick 30 businessmen to run each team and the product's not going to suffer or succeed any worse than it is now. But if I pick the next 300 baseball players to suit up and play baseball, I'm not going to have the same product that I have. So, you know, at the end of the day, the players kind of are the ones that bring the fans in. You got these exciting young guys, Fernando Tatis Jr., Ronald Acuna, guys that are doing things a little differently, bringing exciting, bringing the younger generation to the game. And we're now stalling and losing that. So the owners need to just, you know, get out of the way, make a little See, bit, you know, they're making a lot of money.
2: I, I And I, I think you you have some points there, but I do think that, I mean, at the old, end of the day, the players are losing more money the longer they hold out. I mean, they're already losing money in the games they're not going to get paid for because they're not going to get paid if they're not playing 162 games. Um, And they are the ones who I think, you know, bring the fans. And so I get that, but owners are going to be owners. And you see that time and again, you see that with CEOs. CEOs are going to run stuff the way they want to run it. Whether the people that are on strike or down below do whatever they do,
0: they're going to make their
2: decisions.
0: You can't have these teams though, with these minuscule, um, these minuscule salaries anymore. Like it, it's and, ridiculous at this point that they're not even trying to compete. Like they've got to do something to be able to correct that.
2: I, I and, agree with that, and I don't think that's wrong. I think a salary floor is a good idea. I think that they there are some good ideas in the players i in the players' thoughts, but I think at some point they've right, got but, to give a little but more. But ground. is the salary
1: floor going to fix it? I mean, look at the raise, You know, I mean, they can do it on a salary. It's when the teams that don't even try. You know, they're just trying to sell players to make money. Like. You know, the Marlins, the reason Derek Jeter's not going to be there anymore and he left Miami because all they did, he just sold, he was the farm team for the Yankees and sold him Stanton and everybody else he could. And they just were looking to make money off of players, not so much trying to compete. You know, at least, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I feel like let's pump the brakes a little bit on the salary floor because, you know, teams like the Rays that can't get fans. Maybe they need to move. Let's
2: look at some so, so here's my do. thought. When does it come back on, on Manfred to start putting together something to where teams are punished for those things? I mean, at, at some point, Commissioner's got to start putting his well, work in. And,
1: and maybe that's and, – and part of me feels like he's the one – maybe by hedging my bet here, he's the one to blame more than anything. Like, what's he done? That's what, how,
0: how, well, how soon do they have to figure this out? Because we're, as we're as middle of March, we got We're it's going to be middle of May before baseball well, starts.
1: Well, as of as of middle or, of April, I mean, as of what we're recording right now, you know, we haven't heard anything tonight. But the last I heard, they're planning to cancel another week of games if they don't reach something mm-hmm. by tonight. And we're late enough in the night. I imagine that we have lost now two weeks worth of games already. I,
2: I heard if they don't get I'll something started
1: it. by May first. Then you know we're starting to lose fans already.
2: That's what I said. I said, I heard it earlier and I will agree with it. If you see baseball by me first, I would be surprised because they've, but they've got to get it going because like Ben said, we're losing fans. And ultimately, you know, we're dealing with a sport that as much as I love it is, you know, it's easier for people that don't understand the intricacies of the game to be excited about basketball and football than it is baseball. Cause baseball, you got to understand it a little more.
1: No, not the only that, we're like, holding
2: out. you know, we're at, losing fans.
1: We lost, we only had a sixty-game season two game, two years ago, so now we're going to have mm-hmm. two out of three seasons with less than a full season. That's rough. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's uh, well, and the, the hard part is, is you're losing. We're about to lose three prime years of Mike Trout, which is really a shame. We got to get baseball going. I think it would be a doesn't shame. Doesn't matter much for Mike Trout if Day. he doesn't have a
2: team around him where he can win.
0: Well, yeah. But, you know, I think it would be a travesty to lose Jackie Robinson Day. We need to try to get it in by April 15th. I don't see that realistically happening. Um, May 1st, I think, is ultimately the end. This is the time of year where there's not a whole lot else going on in sports. Opening day is a big boon for baseball. They need to get interest going again. Uh, and if they if they can't get it going soon, they're going to be in trouble. I would agree well, with then you're you. Gonna start
2: getting, you're going to start getting overshadowed by NBA playoffs coming in. If you're pushing it too far back and then it's hard, you know, you're not already in the swing of things and then you're losing fans.
1: And you got NFL draft and, yep, you know, OTAs agreed. and everything else.
0: Yeah. Agreed. I think the biggest thing that needs to be done though, is they've got to figure out a way to keep teams competitive. Like you you can't have as many Same. teams. Base, baseball does not have enough competitive teams to keep the sport interesting
2: right now, which takes that, me that's to some of the luxury. That's what the luxury tax was about to begin with, which they claimed it was to keep teams competitive. But honestly, I mean, if you look at the comparison of baseball, and this is where I'm I'm still kind of putting it on in some ways. If you look at the comparison of baseball to basketball and football, there has been as many, if not more teams participating in the World Series, like numbers of different teams that have participated in the World Series in the last like 10 years than there were for basketball or football see but I mean, there's a well, you're talking it's world series let's talk every year let's
0: talk about competitive okay, competitive but, baseball and other let's, playoff let's teams. go it's I'm, the I'm same. Saying,
1: we're having the same problems and you have the same problems in football and basketball it's just for different reasons they don't tank for money they tank for draft positions so, well, so
2: what's so the part difference of the thing like? that i've seen them putting forward is the difference is it to, hurts
0: the players when you're tanking for money because we're refusing to pay players at that they're point trying that's why they're holding
2: out they're trying to do a draft lottery and like it's the same thing that happens in basketball. So you still have teams that tank, you still have those same situations, but I mean, you still have the same teams being competitive every year. And I think baseball, actually, you see more often teams that are able to come out of the works if they put some, if they, if their ownership does their job and if their general managers are doing their job. You see a more variety of good teams every year. Do you still see those same teams every year that are at the top? The Dodgers and the Yankees and the Red Sox that have the money? Yeah. But you see teams come out of nowhere. The Giants came out of nowhere this last year and had 109 game win, you know, had 109 games that they won. So what like baseball, I think, has more potential to be able to anyone can have their year. And so the competitiveness of it, I, I think it's more about trying to keep low teams from just tanking than being competitive because i think baseball shows the most competitive nature out of any of the sports
0: uh i don't know i think nfl still has the most parity still,
1: still has the most parity but, basketball is but driven it, by players
0: and the salaries are more competitive in the in the nfl from from team to team so i'm just going to leave it at that ben your point jeff passan has said it a lot over the last week as well that Right, you replace the 1,200 major league players on the 40-man rosters with the 1,200 next best players, it is not the same product. You replace the 30 owners, it might actually get better. So that That can't get worse. It can't get worse. That being said, I'm going to take us into our next segment, and this is a game that we're going to play called Sound On, Sound Off, or Pause. Basically what this means is Sound On... We're getting excited because like, yes, I am all for this. This is almost like a buy or sell type of game, but we're just, we're going with the sound of the horn. So we're going to be like sound on. If you're not agree, sound off. or if you're like, hey, I'm not sure yet, I'm going to pause and I want to see this through. So I'm going to put pitch a couple of these to you guys. Uh, we're going to stick with the major league baseball route. Uh, one of the good things that came out of this is we have some rule changes. And I think one of the big um one of the biggest downfalls with the major league baseball is how slow they are to adapt and change. But we are able to see that there were some changes that have happened and want to get your opinions on these. So the first one being we saw banning the shift, Ben, sound on or sound off on the shift.
1: So I'm going to go sound off on banning the shift. I think that as, as a competition, If you want to beat it, bunt. do something else. Like what's the point? Why, why are we trying to take the shift away? Are you making people play in certain positions? I mean, I guess I just don't see what the point is. Why are we trying to limit where people could play, man? If you want to beat it, bunt,
2: like it's not that hard. I don't know, Riley. What do you think? So uh, normally I would take Ben aside. I'm going to actually put a pause on this one. Um, Here's my thought. And, and in talking Sometimes with Danny before, I I hear more about, I think more about in football, you've got certain rules that only apply to the NFL that they're trying to make it because these guys are so talented and they're trying to make sure that it's exciting and whatnot. In baseball, I get it. Some guys are meant to swing for the fences. But on that same side, I think that, yeah, you need to be able to learn how to beat a shift. You have to be able to adapt to what someone's doing to cancel out what you're doing. It's the same thing for a quarterback in the NFL. If they're taking away your run game, you've got to be able to throw. If they're taking away your throwing game, you've got to switch it up. You've got to do something different. If Bryce Harper can't hit the ball to the right field because they're putting a shift on, then figure out how to hit the ball to the left field, Bryce. Like if you're an all-star and you're truly oh, one wait, of the best time in out. the games. Are you sound on or are you pausing? Because so you're just I'm like paused. all over the place. Well, so I'm paused because I'm in the middle right now. I, I, I kind of agree that maybe that's something that can change the game and maybe bring excitement to the game. Ultimately, I want people to be excited about baseball, but at the same time, I still think it's not bad for baseball, but it's bad for baseball for the people that don't understand baseball, I guess is my, is is my, you're, you're
0: talking out of both sides of your mouth on this one. All right. I am sound on sound on, you know what? I do not want to tune into a baseball game to watch Bryce, Bryce Harper bunt it to third, right? Like, let's let these guys do what they do best. The NBA figured this out a long time ago. You don't park a center in the middle of the key. You let them get out of the way, let Michael Jordan attack the hoop, ban the, ban the zone. Like, they, want, they understand that this is, it's a game and it is also a TV show. So I want to see the best players go out there and be rewarded for doing what they do best. And let's stop penalizing these power left-handed hitters. Sound on all the way on this one. All right, let's go over here. Universal DH. Big thoughts. Sound on, sound off. What are we feeling about the universal DH? Riley, I'll let you go first on this one.
2: Sound off. Uh listen, I was a pitcher. Ben likes to make fun of me because I was a pitcher in college. But I still believe I had a good bat growing up. Like I could swing a baseball bat when I would hit with around my coach. I went to my alumni weekend a couple of years ago and took second in the home run derby. Like you, a pitcher still has to be able to swing a bat. Okay. I, I think it's dumb when we get to a point where we have guys that can't play in the field that are just allowed to swing a bat, slowly jog to first base, like nothing against big poppy. He's one of the best players that's ever played the game. But the, towards the end of his career, he was one-dimensional. He he could swing a bat and make it to first base, like he that was one-dimensional.
0: But you're talking about pitchers here. Come on, man, that's all that. They and that's do. what I'm saying. Let's pitchers, go. pitchers what are, are
2: becoming one-dimensional. Make them have you're, to. Go you're talking up about the both sides of your mouth again. Come on, dude. I know that's oh, what no, i to say. That's what I'm to saying. Go go ahead. I, what, I don't what want you got? the university of DH because I want pitchers to have to show that they're not one-dimensional. That they well, have to be able to swing a bat.
1: so let's go back to this real fast. At what level of baseball? Is there no DH? The National League. That's it. So why are we trying to say Uh, this? My my little league team. for You you still had a DH, but usually the DH was for the right fielder, not so much for the pitcher.
0: Extra hitter, you know.
1: But whatever. But I don't want to go up and watch some – I don't want to go watch John Lester hit, because let me tell you, the guy couldn't hit. Like, that's not what I want to see. I want to see Big Poppy hitting dingers. I want to see Big Poppy with that massive, violent swing, swinging for the fences, hitting a grand slam with Tory Hunter falling over the wall, and the cop in the background holding his hands up, watching Tory Hunter fall to the ground. That's what brings excitement to baseball. Those are moments, not Clayton Kershaw getting a single because he did. Like, nobody cares.
0: I will miss Bartolo Colon hitting a jack, but on this one, one time, one time, yeah, on this I am sound on. Oh, sound on. Sound Danny, just, Danny just just sound way. on for
2: all the change in baseball cuz Danny doesn't like baseball.
0: No, I love baseball, but you know what I love? I love the best players in baseball doing what they do, right? I don't want to see no, you know, pitcher going in and grounding out the first. I want to see the best players in the world Face off against the, the other best. We don't we don't make a kicker run the ball in football, do we? No, we no. let him kick. We let him kick the ball. Let, it's a different game. That's not a, great, that's not a
2: great pitcher.
1: Sure. Let hit or hit.
0: Yeah. All right. Now, they're talking about expanded playoffs. I know there's a debate. It looks like it's going to expand no matter what. We have 14 versus 12 team. Which would you prefer and why?
1: I'm going to go with – there's no real sound on. Is sound on 12? I don't know.
0: But, uh, this one's just basically just pick what 14 all right. 12. Well, well i'm gonna it. go
1: sound on anyways because i want to say it but i'm gonna go 12 team playoff i think that that gets uh you know a nice even number six in each league we don't need to have this by round and all this other ghost wins or whatever else they were talking about like move on 12 teams it's real easy real simple and move on
2: I'm, I'm going to be boring and I'm going to agree with him. I think 14 teams becomes way too much stuff going on when they did it in the short COVID year. Like it just seemed like it was, it was too much playoffs. It gets to be kind of like the NBA where it's like they're in the playoffs for three months. You know, it's, it's, it's too much at some point. And so I think 12 teams balances it out. I think you're not making a team come down to one game when they were, you know, you look at like last year, it came down to the Dodgers having to win one wildcard game when they were, you know, the second best team in baseball um, record-wise. And so I I think that 12 teams kind of helps fix that a little bit where it's not that ridiculous situation that you end up with and you can kind of set up a better bracket. Right. Hey, there's I'm sound nothing... on
1: for expanded playoffs, whether it's 14 yeah. or 12. I'm sound on for expanded playoffs anyways. I don't want to go too much, but I'm definitely – Yeah, I think like 14 –
0: if 14 gets baseball back, let's go for it. Give the owners that like whatever I would. The one thing that I will miss is I will miss the play, the play in games, one game to determine your season. Nothing is more exciting than that. And I know as Dodger fans, we complained a lot about it, but at the end of the day, win your division, right. If this was 80 years ago, they wouldn't have been in the playoffs to begin with. So at least they have that shot. And like I said, like that is intriguing. That is intriguing
1: baseball. Win or Red go Sox home, Yankees winner go home last year. Red well, Sox it's, Yankees it's, winner go home. Let's go. How do you how do you like that's that? That's Great. Like yeah. Let's that's go baseball. for it. All
0: right. Well, we're going to move off of sound on, sound off, and we're just going to talk a little bit about um, a couple of other situations that are coming up. I want to do a little comparison here. We have the big news today: Russell Wilson traded traded from the Seahawks over to the Denver Broncos as a new new landing point there and then we also have Aaron Rodgers staying put at the Green Bay Packers highest paid player in NFL history looks like a 200 million dollar four-year contract now we talk about baseball players getting paid a lot that is stupid money in the NFL but I digress if we look at this though who is under more pressure this next year Russell Wilson
2: or Aaron Rodgers Rodgers by a landslide dude's 38 years old he just got treated like he's Tom Brady at that age and while he he's an MVP and he is a high caliber player he's like the one place I will agree partially with Ben is that Tom Brady is the greatest to ever play the game of football like the the dude did it all and Aaron Rodgers is great but I don't think he's that caliber and he's getting paid 50 million dollars He better go find a way to win a Super Bowl because Tom Brady got paid the big money and he made it to Super Bowls year in and year out and found ways to get his organization to help him. Aaron Rodgers has not made it to Super Bowls year in and year out. He's come up short year after year, and now he's getting paid a huge amount of money. He's got to go out and perform this year.
1: So I'm going to agree. It's definitely Aaron Rodgers. I think part of that, but maybe not so much for the money situation as it is. I mean, this guy, obviously between he's got a super hot fiance and then he decides he's going to dump her. You know, it's kind of the same thing here with, with the Packers. Like he sat for two years. I don't want to come back. I'm mad at him. I hate the Packers, but I'm leaving. And now he's like, Oh, I'm coming back. Just kidding. Just kidding guys for two years. Like, so when you want to play these games, like now the pressure's on you, you've won one Super Bowl. You were a probably the best team in the NFC hands down last year. And you go out in the first round of the playoffs, like you can't, well, for your first game, you can't keep doing this and, and be this guy like it's Aaron Rodgers. Now, secondly, I'm going to say, I think the better deal is Denver. I think that they have been close. Wilson's got the better deal because I think Denver can be good. They haven't had a quarterback in forever. So I'm excited to see what happens with Russell Wilson going to Denver because I think that that's a good chance for Denver and that it's a good deal
0: yeah Aaron Rodgers wants to be in the conversation for the goat he's been to one Super Bowl right he's been to Mm -hmm. one Super Bowl yeah the only thing I think with, with Russell Wilson we've seen this though Tom Brady new team Super Bowl Matt Stafford new team Super Bowl he wanted out of Seattle he didn't want to be there I think there's a little bit of pressure there, but I, I would still say I. Hey, that's going to be a very Rogers hard. A bit more there.
1: That's going to be a very hard division for Russell Wilson to come out of with the Chiefs and the Chargers, as good as they are. And look at the Raiders and how good the Raiders have been. That's not going to be an easy division to come out of. I think, of I think Tom time.
2: Brady's was Tom Brady's was impressive and he did a good job. I think that Matthew Stafford's was a little different. That the Rams were always set up as a Super Bowl team. They had a quarterback who was never going to get them there, and they went and got a guy who he got them there. So. He got him there, yeah, but then golf. He couldn't win. He it. couldn't. He I couldn't
1: mean, win it. okay. Well, it's because he, yeah. he face sprayed. But, yeah,
0: yeah. At the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers plays in the Rodgers, for sure. Like, come on, you should win more. All right. If let's let's head over to the NBA for a little bit. So we have just some really exciting basketball lately. Have you guys seen what John Morant's been up to? That guy, that guy is incredible. So, watching a little bit of the, the NBA right now. Who do, who do we say most exciting player in the NBA? John oh. Moran, are you taking the field on that?
2: Uh, I'm going I'm- with John Morant. I mean, the guy, you look at the way he ended last year, and he has just gotten better every year. This year, he's averaging 27 points a game. He's, I mean, he's averaging over one steal per game. He is... Hey, we're Excited amateurs. You've watch.
0: done too much research on this. Man. You've done I mean, way too on. much research. That's yeah, cheating. you're no, dropping no, stats here. Come on, man, what's going on?
2: Oh, oh, but like every time you you turn on the TV, you see a highlight of John Morant doing something freakishly athletic and something that's just like most humans on earth, like no humans on earth should be able to do. He's fun to watch. He brings excitement to the game, and I mean, he is keeping his team in a conversation. Whether or not it's making them the, I mean, they're not going to. In my opinion, be a championship-caliber okay, team, but so they're going to be a playoffs this. team.
1: Ding, ding, ding! You win. You just, you just answered it. Have you, like, I'm not the biggest NBA fan, but, but remind me again who won the the Larry O'Brien Trophy last year? I, I think Bucks. that was a guy named Giannis Antetokounmpo from Milwaukee, right? And, you know, it's not like that guy's exactly terrible. I mean, he's averaging, let's go, I could do research too. He's averaging 29 (laughs) points a game, whatever. Like I could play that game too. Did you just Google that just now? I might have, but leave me alone. (laughs) I got a computer. That's what happens. But have we forgotten? He's not bad. They won the championship. The guy is 6'11 and can move like a deer which is what he wears on his shirt, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's unreal what the guy can do and you've forgotten about him because John Morant's flashy for a little bit. Like, well, I mean, but said,
2: that's, but that's the point is, is it's who's the most exciting player. It's not who's going to take their team to a championship we're, we're does things basketball. all
1: the time that people shouldn't be able to do. People I, that I big shouldn't that. be able to move from one end of the court to the other in two dribbles and outrun five people. Here's the, the other team. John,
2: John Morant's doing this against the harder side of the NBA. He's doing this against the West, which is stacked and you see some of the stuff and he's able to make the game exciting and then uh Giannis goes out and plays against half of the east is like oh you know
1: did he have to play the west division the two NBA championship last year I remember him I remember he played the west in the finals if I remember in that. the finals yeah oh, but when okay. you're
2: cakewalking through all the east to get there it's uh,
0: yeah I Ben bonus points for the deer reference. I I think that was pretty good. Um, (laughs) If I'm I'm, I'm thinking about this though, Giannis is pretty exciting. I still think Morant's the most exciting player in the game. My concern, we've seen this before. We we watched Derrick Rose. We saw this with Russell Westbrook. We saw these freakishly athletic guards that can't shoot from the outside. You're able to neutralize them when you get to the playoffs. And we're seeing some of these players What has Donovan Mitchell done? He figured out how to shoot from the outside. He doesn't play above the rim anymore. He's protecting his body. He's changed the way that he plays. We saw this with Steph Curry. I still would contend Steph Curry or Trey Young, crazy exciting to watch. I don't know if they're more exciting than Morant. They're crazy exciting to watch. Pulling up from wherever, the passes that they make, just the way that they play the game, they're fun to watch. All right. Last things, we're going to kind of close it out today. Hope you guys enjoyed being with us, um, listening in. Uh, to kind of set us up for next week, uh, Riley, you want to talk a little bit about what we've got going next week with our with our bracket challenge?
2: Yes. So we got uh, Selection Sunday coming up. And so after that, we're going to put together our brackets. We want to share our brackets with you guys, kind of what we think is going to happen. We're obviously going to be wrong in many ways. And so just to prove that, we're going to do a coin flip bracket. Um, we are literally going to flip a coin with every game see who ends up winning the championship and see if that bracket can beat our own, which will probably happen with Danny's bracket, but you know, whatever.
0: All in the name of science. We're, we're scientific <laughs> experiment on this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as you're thinking about March Madness, I know we've got championship week this week and then before we head into selection Sunday, what is your wish, wish list for March Madness? What do you hope to see this year?
2: For me? Um, I, I, it's not going to happen, but my wish list, I want to see Duke run it one more time for Coach K. I think that guy's done so much for the game of basketball in general with his work with Team USA and everything else he's done that it would it would be a send-off and it would be like really cheesy and and movie stuff, but it would be really cool to see Duke at least give it a run one last time for him. So since I about- can't
1: I can't say that obviously cuz now you said it. But uh, so as cool as that would be, um, I guess I'm going to go ahead and and go a little bit more back to my homerisms. I would like to see Boise State win a tournament game. You know, we're sitting at 26 right now in both polls, you know, Mountain West Conference regular season champions. Let's take that next step and win a tournament game. You know, it has, hasn't happened ever. Get one win probably going to be like a seven seed eight seed you never know what the committee's going to do they'll probably end up being a 12 seed I know how the committee works but like I want to see I want to see Boise State get a get a dub in the tournament at least one
0: yeah yeah you know BYU we're hoping for an NIT win I'm gonna I'm gonna (laughs) digress from that a little bit of a disappointing since we were 12 in the polls at one
1: point this year and the BYU. And the BYU women lost today too. Just to throw yeah, that out yeah, there, also. They, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for yeah, just for it. Salt, to salt it. not <laughs> willing to appreciate it. Yeah. But
0: what I'm Longhorns are going to be in there. I want to see them at least get um, into the second round, get win a win a win a game. Chris Beard is a great uh, tournament coach, so I know he, we got a shot there. And I would like to see Gonzaga win at all. I know they've been close a couple times. Mark Few is a good coach. They they just need to get over the hump. I want to be able to trust Gonzaga, but until they do it, I can't trust Gonzaga.
2: Like they have I mean, got it to do They've got to be the favorite at this point. I mean, well, they, they have been for it. the last
0: few years. They just haven't been right. able to, yeah. to put it over to, right. do, to do it. Yeah. Right. Yep. I want to see them put it together. So that, That'd be that's good, what I'm hoping dude. for this year. Yep. Thanks. That's it for today. Like I said, follow us on on Facebook at the Horn Pod or Sound the Horn Pod. You know what I mean. We're at amateurs. At Sound We're the Horn at pod. Sound the Horn pod. Whatever. Got you. you know, I got you. We'll figure this out. And then email us, sound the horn podcast, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed it. Leave a Check comment.
1: us out. iHeartRadio. Spotify.
0: Yeah. Let us know what you think. Leave a comment. Leave a review. Share with your friends. Hopefully we can, we can get this going. Thanks, y'all.
1: We out.